I'm Kelly. And welcome to The Millennial Minimalist. Today we're talking about how minimalism is a template for your life. It provides you with the foundation to start every day with a plan. It's about building your version of what meaning and fulfillment looks like to you, which will inspire great happiness in your everyday. The more you adopt this lifestyle, the more free you will feel. One of the biggest benefits I found already is how free I feel. I'm just like, you know, I'm not stressing as much mentally. I'm not carrying as much weight on my shoulders because I'm only bringing things that I actually use and need in my bag every day. You're present. I'm present. I'm, I'm doing things that I'm passionate about. But specifically this morning, I woke up. 6 a.m. and usually I feel quite tired and the past week I've been waking up and not feeling as tired and feeling very excited to start my day. Just, you know, I have some clarity. I'm not looking at my phone right away. I'm either putting on some, you know, very relaxing music or a podcast. So when it comes to freedom, like how do you feel more free in your everyday or I know you've always like kind of lived this way so and that's one of the reasons why I was inspired to follow in your footsteps because you your life seems just so much more freeing so yeah um before I get started I just want to make a comment based on what you said yeah um so I was listening to Oprah's recent podcast today we can put it in the show notes perfect um the girl she was interviewing said that she thinks that the meaning of life is to love and to create every day. And I love that because I, I feel that those are two things I do try to do every day is like be kind to people and be nice to people. I think it's part of the meaning of life and to create like that's why we're here and that's why everything around us exists because people are creative. So it's amazing that we get to create this content and we've like found that passion and we get to fulfill it. And side note, you were just showing me your bullet journal, which we've mentioned in a few podcasts now. She got a brand it's new so bullet nice. journal. And we'll put it on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we should post on Instagram. It's such a beautiful laid out bullet journal with all of her tasks and accomplishments. But yeah. Um, okay, so with freedom, I just read the book uh, Freedom Equals Discipline by uh, Joyko Wenlink. Okay. And um, so he talks about, it was a really good book. It was very motivational. And I like discipline. I think that it's it's essential to success and to get what you want. And to live a disciplined life is to live a meaningful life. Mm-hmm. And Because you know, you're basically taking action on your life. Yeah, you are, and you're being responsible for it, and I feel like that you, I, it made me to connect it to minimalism. Minimalism is a very strong source of discipline, and to live this life, especially in the Western culture when we are so um, bombarded with this lifestyle of consumerism, to not succumb to it and to be disciplined with actually owning what you need will we'll trickle over in other areas of your life. So all oh, of a sudden... Yeah. You're not spending as much money and you're, you know, your place is clear and then your mind's clear and then it just, you know, that discipline, then all of a sudden you're eating healthier and you're exercising and you're, it's like the bullet journal, like you're just accomplishing more. Like that discipline that you take on through minimalism will benefit you in other areas of your life so it's just like um you know minimalism in general helps you be mindful of how you're spending your money and your energy every day so it'll ripple into every area of your life and that's a part of like i mean the beauty in that is that it then opens up to feeling free 
feeling free from, especially you were saying, sorry, the title of this was uh, Discipline love. equals freedom. It equals freedom. And as part of that, it's love, right? And love, as part of loving is to be more free because it's better to love than to fear. Um, and I'll go yeah, into that true. later. But yeah, I want to hear more about, about this. Um, th- so I read the book and they said that one of the quotes in the book was, discipline will make you better than anything else. And I was like, wow, that was one thing that really... So you're like, I need to keep reading. Yeah, I know. No, I read the whole thing. Um, Also, I want to touch on, like, think of people who you look up to in life, and they're likely very disciplined. And they're probably not people who over-consume. Like, I think that people that I've always admired... Mm -hmm. Like I, like I looked at them as honing their craft and mm-hmm. like being good people and that's why you love smart. Oprah so much. I love her. She's my mentor since I was a kid. But no, that was one. That's my. That was my biggest inspiration was the book and um, how freedom is is discipline and how um, minimalism is a form of discipline and how it opens up to feeling free in every area of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so what was your biggest takeaway from this book? Did you learn anything new, like, in terms of, like, self-discipline that you hadn't had prior that you thought, like, wow, like... I guess I always thought that discipline was not... It's like you can't enjoy your life if you're disciplined. Mm. It's like, oh, well... Like, just an example. I see what you mean. Like, like she's too disciplined. She can't have a drink because she doesn't want to have those extra calories. Yeah. Like, with health, it's like, oh, I'm not going to have dessert because I'm disciplined. And But then it's like, if you're always having dessert, then you're going to be unhealthy and you're not going to be able to enjoy your life. So a disciplined life is a meaningful life. And um, it kind of, like, I, you know, you grow to understand it more, but the book made me see discipline in a different light. And it just made me um, make the connection between minimalism and how I feel that I am a lot more disciplined because I, you know, I have adapted to this lifestyle so strongly. Yeah, and it's it's not just about being disciplined about your work tasks and maybe your your family like expectations of you and you mean the, your your calendar and every hour is filled. It's about having the discipline to actually make time for you as well, to make time to enjoy, to um, to indulge. Uh, we can do those things in life, and I think a lot of the time we focus on that word as something that is a structured way of living when really it can be quite spontaneous if you make the time for it. So if you make it a window of time, like, you know, if we're going out tonight, uh, we make a window of time to do something and that may, may, you know, going out may lead to another experience that we hadn't planned. So, but having self-discipline, I, I like to relate it to, uh, actually a friend, a friend of, a friend of mine actually, um, had gotten, had gotten a tattoo and maybe I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but it was, um, action over intention. And I like that. It's all about taking action. Uh, and it's about being intentional um, with how you take action, um, but rather than just saying, "Oh, I'm going to do this," you know, it's better to just do it. Actually, also, I went to an event last night, and uh, a speaker mentioned. He says, "Don't tell me you're funny. Just tell me a joke." And I thought that oh, was beautiful. I like that. Yeah, it just just take action. Don't don't say say you're going to do something. Just do it. Just get it done. And I, I would say that. That's where my journey journey on minimalism really started was I, you know, I was kind of feeling a little bit lost in life a couple of years ago and I realized I just don't feel like I'm f- fulfilling my potential. 
And there's kind of this voice in my head telling me that, you know, I'm, I'm not... I'm not doing enough. I'm not, I'm not good enough. I can't do it. Like you can't do it, but then you need to move that voice and you need to, you need to eliminate it. And the best way to eliminate it is just to start. So specifically one of my favorite podcasts is called impact theory, um, by, uh, Tom Bilyeu. And he mentions that when it comes to trying to find meaning fulfillment, especially in your career, it's not about finding a passion because we don't find a passion. What we do is we develop a passion. So we develop it. So we need to figure out like one aspect of our lives that we're good at and we have interest in it and then we try it. And then we go from there and we develop and we develop and we develop. So for, for you and I, a passion of mine has always been to build a sense of community, connect people, um, give back in ways where I can also learn with the people I'm giving back to. And we came across minimalism as a way of um, you know, fulfilling that passion of mine specifically. Like I, I love producing this content and it's like, and that's part of why I'm like, and I was developing, developing, developing. I also developed an event series here in Toronto called impact Toronto, uh, speaker event, which is basically community building. But really I was like, wow, like this is mindset focused, getting people in the room to feel like they're fully fulfilled and that they can achieve what they want to achieve. And on the same time, it's like, well, it's also about intentional living. So then I was moved to the minimalism idea and I was like, wow, like this is a fantastic subject because it's a way of simplifying your mind and your physical space and feeling clear every day. And, and that's what has led to freedom. Like I feel more free today because I feel like I am fulfilling, um, passions in my life and fulfilling my potential in ways because there's pieces that, we're doing well in and as you know Lauren we discussed this the other day you just need to start you just need to start and things come from that they build on it yeah yeah and I think that even with me when you start I I always expect it to be perfect from day one and when there's hiccups it's like I get frustrated and I want to quit and start something else instead of improving that and as I've gotten older I've gotten a lot better at assessing that and um you know, making alterations as opposed to just, like, throwing in the towel. Um, so, what, what looking at this uh, for freedom, I looked at the definition of freedom. Okay. And it said, the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. So, I thought, to how does... To be fully yourself. I love yeah, that. It's, it's like, how is possessions of a hindrance or restraint to your life? Like, if you have a home or a car and you need to work every day to make a certain amount of money to pay for that then it's it's a restraint in your life and if you have a closet full of clothes and it takes you 30 minutes every morning to decide what you want to wear or to get them all dry cleaned or just store them um, that's a restraint in your life and I you know I was looking at Courtney Carver I read her website today and she wrote a really good article on freedom Um, and minimalism and she said that it's freedom from debt it's freedom from clutter it's freedom from the rat race and it's freedom to choose how you want to make money and um i think that we kind of forget about that one of another thing i read in a book is that when you give yourself freedom you give yourself freedom to fail for a little bit and i don't think people do that it's like 
I have to be successful. I have to do this. And they don't give themselves time to trial and error things and to fail to find out what they truly want to do or like. So I think you just hit like a big core of this conversation. It's that. It's uh, some people just don't want to take that risk in life. But with that risk in life, I mean, it may not be a successful one, but you got to get back up because you're, those risks are going to get you closer to what you really like because there's a reason why you're taking those risks because you're unhappy about something else in your life. So you're taking that risk to hopefully reap the rewards one day. And to add to your note, because you're talking about physical things, and I'll also mention the mental clutter. So freedom is a way... It, freedom is what you fear feel when you remove that mental clutter. And I was speaking to a friend actually just a couple hours ago. He he's at a point in his life where he started meditating and he's doing yoga now. And you know he's a he's a guy's guy, loves hockey, and he does this every day. And he says it's just changed my life. And I said, in what way? He's just mentally the voices in my head. You know, um, you know he apparently saw someone. Um, uh, he likes to call him his guru, basically, um, who inspired him to realize that there are things in our lives that we fear, and then there are things in our lives that we love, and we need to outline those into two ca- categories and figure out, hey, what is it that I fear, and what is it that I love, and what can I move from my fear box to my love box, or how, how can I eliminate this fear? So I found that fascinating, because you're kind of looking at your mind every day and by you know painting a picture of it you'll have a better idea of it and so you'll have a better um, ability to figure out what you need to eliminate to be more like have a clearer mind and leave room for you know doing things that you enjoy and like one of the things that came up he's like well you know his guru had asked him well you know when's the last time you reached out to your family to see how they're doing he's like yeah once in a while but you know like I I really love him like it's like well maybe you should reach out a little bit more like it just makes you more mindful of those things that are more important to you it's like all those negative thoughts are taking up space where you could insert things that you're really passionate about so fascinating yeah no it is really fascinating so yeah I feel like the biggest freedom minimum gives minimalism gives you is time above all else (sighs) absolutely it makes you manage your time better time money energy but yeah it's your it gives you time back yeah it gives you time back and time like money is replaceable like if you lose money you can replace money you can't replace time like it's when it's over, it's over. Like It's you. over. It's over. And that's why the people in your life, feeling a sense of connection is the best form of happiness because that's... You want to you live for that. You want to live for that because money's not going to give you that. So, And if you're not more mindful of the people that are um, around you, um, they're also not going to give it to you. Um, I mean, some people may not give it to you either. So, again, um, so... So one of the things I wanted to mention is how how really taking on this lifestyle. I, I mean, one of my favorite books. It's called The Four Agreements. I've mentioned it before. Yeah, I love that book. And I'll I'll speak on the Four Agreements again because I think they're really really important. I really want to stress them. One of them is first one is be impeccable with your word. Second, don't take anything personally. Very hard one. Third one, don't make assumptions. And the fourth is always do your best. I mean, I love these four agreements because I feel like once your mind is, once you're living the minimalist lifestyle, 
you zone in on those aspects. You are so much more calm. You don't get angry. You don't make yourself out to be the victim of things. And you're more aware of if someone lashes out, you're more aware of why. It's usually because of a different situation. It's not usually, oh, they're not, it's not, they're mad at you. It's usually they're mad at something in their life and they can't control that emotion. So yeah, I think it's also made me a lot more calm in addition to being more intentional with how I spend my time and energy. Um, and you know, it inspires a new sense of focus, I find, because you're clearing your mind, your physical space. So you're zoned in and you know, you're writing your bullet journal, your goals, it helps you start each day with a plan. Uh, and then you're, then you have better time management skills and it helps you prioritize your tasks because you're seeing the list of your tasks. And, and then the, the biggest note is that it encourages greater self-discipline. Um, it's, it, it's self-motivation because you see your goal, your goals on this template and you're like, wow, like, okay, if I do this and this and this, this little, little thing every single day, I'll build this by this month. It's, I mean, it's baby steps and it, it, it takes discipline and it involves uh, maintenance and also it teaches you how to say no because you have your ta- list of tasks and you can only get so much done in one day and so if someone asks you last minute to do something and something else is higher priority like it's okay to say no you learn to say no I used to be a yes person all the time oh, I'm such a yes person you are such a wonderful yes person <gasps> I love that about you though like you're always up for it but you're not always available because you're more structured with your time now you're or more responsible yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, um, I feel like, you know, what you said with, like, journaling and everything, it, when you actually put things on paper, it will give you a real awakening of where your time and where your priority is going. And if you, your entire calendar, if it's, like, work and dropping things off at the dry cleaner and shopping and... On, like, if you work all day and then you come home and you online shop and then you clean and then you, like, sort through clothes and throw stuff out and then imagine you didn't have to do that stuff. Like, what would you do instead? Ask yourself that. Yeah. Because you, you know what? Job. Yeah, and it's it's funny. I, I also spoke with someone today who says, yeah, I only sleep five hours a day. I said, yeah, you, you should probably change that or find a way how to change that. He's like, you know, you only have so much time in a day. And I was like, well, imagine we had 20 hours. What would you then do then, right? So we can, we can, we maximize our time. We need to realize that that could harm your health. Like when it comes to five, four or five hours of sleep, over time that will 100% harm your health. I'm not a doctor, but I know that it will. Um, Some people need less sleep than others, but mm-hmm. you have to find what works for you. But I do think that undersleeping in the long term is not going to... Agreed. But simply put, make time. Yeah. So in addition, I would uh, I also like to say that it increases self-reflection. So it helps you focus inward, which inspire you to make life-changing decisions for the better. Minimalism also helps you be hyper-aware of your everyday. So in that, it may inspire you to um, change, a, change your career uh, or spend more time with your family see a therapist, find help, develop a hobby. Uh, It also increases self-awareness. Helps you identify your strengths and your weaknesses and your challenges. And sometimes it's like frustrating um, because it it, like literally like paints a picture of this for you. Essentially, it 
it challenges you to make yourself better. Like, do you feel like a better person today, Lauren? Yeah, I do. Taking like, on new challenges, yeah. starting podcasts, like yeah, you should you you should always ask yourself, am I better today than I was yesterday? And you're not always gonna say yes to that, but if it's, um, I was listening to another one of Oprah's podcasts, but Love he that. said if it's more than two days in a row that you're saying no, then you like you need to make changes on that. And I read the quote today too that said, not just freedom. It's not just freedom from things. It's freedom to live freely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's everything else outside of the things. And this is, like, one of the things I love that, one of the things uh, that I love to stress is that we are more about the things. Minimalism is more about the things. It's about the things that come from removing the things. It's about the beauty of the things that we create for ourselves because we're not bogged down by the things. And it's still appreciating the things yes. to a degree as well because I feel like the whole point of minimalism is that we have too many things and we don't care and that there are things that make you happy and make your life really good and it's appreciating them. We'll be more appreciative of the things that we love in our life, whether that's an item of clothing, uh, our friends in our life, and our family. Um, yeah, so on that note, it, in, it also inspires you to take on new challenges and I would say that's one of my favorite parts about minimalism. Yeah, me it gets too. you, it also, it gets you in a routine, but it also gets you out of routine. So it gets you out of the routine that you once had. It inspires you to take on new experiences, uh, new knowledge, uh, connect with people you usually wouldn't have connected with, uh, being more yourself. Uh, and I actually have an interesting story on that note. Yeah. So this individual I was talking to a couple hours ago, he gave me... He said, I feel so much more free. And I was like, wow. And he's like, I'll give you an example. So, you know, he was speaking to someone um, and he inspired him. You know, he says next time, he, he, this guy's a big business guy. Guy's guy, but he's a successful business guy. And he says he was recently in an elevator and he was told that if he's in an elevator and everybody's quite, you know, put together and like seems quite stressed out. Uh, to just, you know, shake his shoulders a little bit. Just shake his shoulders. And so they were standing up straight, and he just shook his shoulders, and he's like, it was the best feeling in the world because as much as they think that maybe that was weird, I just felt that that was incredibly freeing. He says, I go to work feeling like I could be completely myself every day now. Maybe and that made them loosen up a bit. Exactly. And so that's the whole idea. It's And that's what I like to also mention is, you know, we live this lifestyle and rather than telling people to live this lifestyle that we live, they... Be the example. We are the example. Our energy will spread. That will ripple. And that's that's the goal. Uh, so, but then we also move to talking about how it gets you out of your own head. Your biggest competition is you. And your biggest roadblock is you. Getting rid of the tiny voices in our heads. Uh, just You just need to get started. You just need to get started. The best way is just to get started. And another podcast I listen to, uh, it's called Self Helpless. It's with three comedians. Love their podcast. Highly recommend it. They're very engaging. And there was an, a, a listener of theirs that asked a question. He says, you know, I'm, and he's actually quite a successful influencer. And he says, you know, some days I get up and I feel like I'm not enough and I fear and, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I'm on the right track. And, you know, he struggles to find what his his path is. You know, he thinks that what he's doing now isn't for him. And her suggestion was fantastic. She says, try something else that interests you. That's what you have to do. Try something else. If it doesn't work, try another thing. You just have to, you just have to start. 
I mean, you're not going to, a lot of the, one of the things we think, you know, as millennials, we think, you know, we, we, we desire instant gratification, but really it's, it's not about that. Like, and by the way, arguably we don't, uh, some do, some don't. But we've also been fed instant gratification through media. Like that's true. It's like, Oh, buy now, pay later. Like everything is immediate. And that's, then, maybe that's why, because we're so used to it. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, the millennials, they just need everything right now. It's like, well, that's what you've been selling us for. That makes so so much sense to me, Lauren. That's yeah. probably why they see it that way. Because it, it's interesting, because I a lot of my peers are hardworking young professionals and entrepreneurs, so like I, it's outside of my realm. So I'm like, they're not like that. They work crazy hours because they're passionate. But back to this, it's just, you just need to start on something little bit by day, little, little things, even just, even if you want to, you know, hop on this minimalism train and remove some mental clutter, just start journaling every day, even just write a paragraph every day and it will help you pour out your thoughts and you'll be able to read them over and realize, Hey, this is a negative thought. This is a positive thing. What do I want to eliminate my mind? It helps you, um, you know, again, see it on a platter and figure out, you know, what's going on writing is so meditative and I feel like a lot of times we'll give ourselves answers that are very surface Mm -hmm. and when you write things out you can dig deep and figure out the real why behind the why so it's like oh um I want to buy this new top or I want to buy a new sweater because Mm -hmm. uh it's cold now but then if you like kind of write that out it's like um, okay, well, maybe you want to buy the new sweater so that you look better because you don't feel that you're good enough. Like, it, it can just be the why under the why, and journaling is an incredible way to do that, to figure it out. So, and on a side note, on top of that, we're um, derailing a little bit, but I like this. Uh, we mentioned earlier this week, you and I both have a wish list and things yeah, that we want a items. Want list. I like can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, so I have like a want list and I think at the end of our conversation we realize, hey, like once you put that want list of like really nice shoes and whatever like quality items, you realize that half of that may not actually be needs and then you realize I don't really want that anymore cuz you see it. You see it written down. You're like, I don't yeah. know if I want that. I feel like sometimes it's like, if say you're out and you see a pair of shoes you really want. And so your first reaction is to buy them. But if you come home and put it on your want list, then it's like, it's on like a list. It's still accessible to you. It's not like you're going to forget about them. But so I have my want list because there's just things that I see that I want. Yeah. Like that I would, I think that would, I would add enjoy value to, to own. Yeah. That yeah. would have add value to my life. But having my want list, I could leave this stuff on for the want list for years. <laughs> and it, you know, it's just, it's just having it there. And if, you know, monthly or whenever I, I want to buy something or I can, or I can go back to that list and like assess it. Like, for instance, I do ballet every morning as a workout. And, um, who's the guy that you do ballet with? Who's the guy that runs that? Oh, it's a woman, Mary Helen Bowers. Oh, I thought it was ballet beautiful. Uh, P-Rolf is 
um, Stephen Pastorino. Oh, okay. But Valley Beautiful's Mary Helen Bowers. Okay, amazing. And every morning she has on her beautiful pink satin ballerina slippers. Oh and gosh. I'm like, I want those. Oh my gosh, she's so, <laughs> so funny. So I put them on my want list and I'm like, I don't need these. But one day, if I so choose to buy myself these like ballerina slippers, then I can wake up and put them on and do my ballet. But the, the point is, is that I don't need them now. And having them on my want list brings me a certain degree of peace because it's not like I have to have them or not have them. It's like I can want them, and if I decide to buy them in the future, then I will. Uh, and again, like that's something you committed to yourself to that exercise. I mean, you just started, and now you've come mm-hmm. such a long I've way. I've been doing it for like four years. That's amazing. Yeah, I love it. She's amazing. But and you, you just started the other ex. Oh, people. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, okay. like pretty recent. But okay. and that comes down to simplicity and minimalism because I just stream workouts in my condominium every morning like I don't have to go anywhere I don't have gym memberships I can be super consistent with it um I don't have the travel time like I can do a an hour workout in an hour and be like ready in like back to work or in five minutes so it's super simple and you can put on a want list things that you actually need too so like Say your winter boots are worn and you need new winter boots. So if I'm sitting there looking at my want list and I have winter boots and pink ballerina slippers, it's like, which one? You're going to pick the boots. I'm going to pick the boots because it's snowing. Exactly. It makes you more intentional with the things that you, the wants that you buy. Yeah. And logical. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And you know, Black Friday just came by. So on that note, uh, I went to the mall. Of, I don't know how you did that. So, do you want to know how I did that? And it was it it was the weirdest ex- weirdest and best experience I've oh, had in a long this. time because I went in there telling myself to do two things. I went to check on two items. Okay, one of them was a, a Christmas gift for someone. One of them was an item that I need. So I went to the store. There's a lot of people. Last year I'd go into, I'd go into the mall. And I felt overwhelmed. I felt stressed because of all the energy around me. But this year, I went in. I was intentional with what I was looking for. I, was, I wasn't in a rush. I made sure I wasn't in a rush. I wasn't stressed out. I was just doing my own thing. I wasn't in a rush. I went and saw the two items that I went to see, and I left. Did, and did you buy them? Yeah. So I ended up um, buying one of the items. But again... I went there, I got what I needed, and I left, and I honestly felt stress-free. But I did acknowledge all of the stress around me and the way people were acting, and I was like, wow. Like, these people are not only rushed and super stressed to save a dollar. Is that really healthy? Like, are you really saving that much money? And are you really, like, think about the time that you're wasting, right? It's like you may be... A lot of these, we can go on and on about this. A lot of the prices, it's like, oh, you know, it's, and, you know, I, I literally saw something that was $79. And they're like, oh, it's $77. I was like, oh, my god. That's gosh. the thing. This, I'm not going to, like, get trampled to save $10. This year, nobody got trampled in the U.S. It was oh, amazing, yeah. wow. We're improving <laughs> as exactly. a species. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so my the moral of that story is, and today's conversation is that, I, it was very freeing. It was like freeing with, like within me. I just had this clarity and 
I just every day, even this morning, I just feel like I can breathe better. I'm more myself every day, so there's less stress. Even though every day can be stressful with work, I I I'd stop myself. I'll I'll go for a walk. Um, I'll just I'll I'll literally mentally tell myself, no, there's no rush, there's no stress. You're stressing yourself out. That's me. My mom. Even this morning, I was getting dressed. I'm like trying to rush. I'm like, when you do not. Have to rush, like yeah, it's just like our mentality sometimes. Totally, and we're living in you know the big city. We're living in Toronto, and people move fast here, and people want to get things done fast. But and I love that you just said that, Lauren, because it just goes to show that we're imperfect. We're all imperfect. This this lifestyle is an everyday journey. It's you have to. It's a maintenance, like. We haven't perfected it. We still have those feelings of doubt and and have every, like daily fears. And again, you know, but we're moving in a direction that moves us away from that. But we're human, so I think mm, that's, that's a beautifully said. good moral of the story. And you know, it's again, so it reduces your stress, and you know, it reduces your sense of temptation. So when it comes to Black Friday, it was the items and the services that I was buying online and. You know, the emotional temptations, I've, it's reduced in that sense in terms of, you know, I'm emotionally, like, less tempted to, you know, like, like go in the dating scene, you know what I mean? Like, I'm more intentional with how I approach that. I'm more intentional with how I use my phone and my social media. Like, all of these things go hand in hand, and at the end of the day, you're breathing better, and you kind of gain a new perspective on your life. That's why you're able to walk through life a little bit um, more clear and a little bit slower. So we're a little bit more calm in this episode, a little yeah. bit less, less chippy as it's, usual. It's nighttime now. Here it's nighttime, it's and I really actually enjoy this conversational conversation yeah, level. So nice. And be- someone had written us a review, and I'm going to read it now. It was very beautifully written, and I'm hoping the person who wrote this review uh, can send us a line on Instagram or on Facebook. Yeah, we would love to talk to you. Yeah, because. Basically, she she said, and I'll read it now, but uh, she mentions basically the core of what we really wanted to get out of um, this podcast in terms of our influence uh, and our how we inspire our listeners. So she starts, she says, thanks, Lauren and Kelly. I love listening to Josh and Ryan on The Minimalists, but in my opinion, Kelly and Lauren are taking it to a new level. Their podcast is more relatable being a woman and a minimalist. I love how upbeat Lauren and Kelly are, and I feel like I'm sitting and chatting with them over coffee. Aww. My favorite part. Uh, I listened to all episodes already, and some I even listened to twice. Ha ha ha. I love the smartphone episode too. Can't wait for more. Thanks, Kelly and Lauren. That oh, was so, so nice. nice. Thank you so much. The feedback means so much to yeah. us. Someone else also wrote me um, in a private message um, mentioning thank you for. Um, helping me clear my mind and I mean that's just you know so rewarding when you can help someone do that it is it means so much yeah that's 
that's the ultimate form of freedom. So. Well, you guys are why we do this. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you guys so much. This yeah. has been an awesome episode. It's very, like, therapeutic for, I think, both of us. Yeah, it is. G- Kelly and I always sit and have really deep conversations, so it's nice to, like, get to record them and put them out there. Totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, really happy. So thanks again, guys, and we will talk to you next week when we launch our 30th episode. Our 30th. I want to do a Christmas inspired We are going to do that. So Mm -hmm. get ready. Thanks so much, guys. Okay. Okay, Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.